You know, it takes a village to prepare a service. <laughs> Somebody reaches out for musicians and they say yes, and we have an, an accompanist that says, yes, I'm going to be there, and she actually is here. Um, we have someone that videos each of the of the sermons. I encourage you to go back and look at ones that you maybe have missed. And each week we have an order of service. And for today it says, find your own voice, sing your own song. Now I didn't come up with that because someone in the office, Diane, looks for these things for me and, and maybe for Rev. Dave too. So every time I'm preaching, she will say, well, what do you want? And I always say, you know, I don't know. You're so good at choosing the right thing. And so she'll look at several things and she'll tell me uh, what they are and then I will make a choice. Well, this past week, we talked a little bit about what might be appropriate, and she sent me a cartoon of a questionable-looking customer in a halter top speaking to a salesperson in the electronics department of a store. And I thought, oh, I don't know if that really works for the front of the order of service. <laughs> but I sent back a, a note about the caption, which was, I'm looking for a GPS system that will help me find myself. And so I, I chuckled a little bit, but I sent back kind of a serious note saying that I thought the words would be all right if they were in a thought bubble. That was my subtle way of saying, hmm, I don't, I don't know. And sometimes I have to admit, I need a joke signal to kind of shake me out of my serious nature. And yet that sentiment, I'm looking for a GPS system that will help me find myself, that rang so true as I thought about how we are often seeking easy ways to find ourselves when we are actually where we should be in the middle of our own individual universe. Not lost at all, but seeking greater understanding of who we are and how we fit into the vast panor panorama of life. Find your voice, sing your own song, which graces today's order of service is the direction I want to take us today. Not to think that we are lost and need to find ourselves or to be fixed, but to understand that we already have a voice. We just need to find the best ways to use it, and we don't need a spiritual GPS system to tell us where we are, because not all who wander and wonder are lost. There's a line from a J.R.R. Tolkien book, Fellowship of the Rings, that's probably familiar to you. I didn't realize this is where it came from, but it, it's very familiar. 
All that glitters is not gold. Not all who wonder are lost. The old that is strong does not wither. Deep roots are not reached by the frost. I think Tolkien knew a little bit about those who wander and who find themselves. Actually, they find their strengths as part of the journey. They are not lost. They are constantly becoming. This popular author and self-help guru, Dr. Bren Brown, writes that the truth is belonging starts with self-acceptance. Your level of belonging, in fact, can never be greater than your level of self-acceptance because believing that you're enough is what gives you the courage to be authentic, vulnerable, and imperfect. When I selected that quote, which may seem familiar to some of you, maybe not, because I have used it before, I thought it made perfect sense. And it certainly tracks with the common ideology that you need to love yourself before you can be loved. Then I remembered a meme I heard around the time that I had read that quote. And I don't remember the source, so I have to paraphrase it. Stop telling me that I can't be loved unless I love myself. Isn't it enough of a burden to feel unlovable without also telling me I am unworthy of being loved? And I believe there's truth in both of those statements, and that we should be wary of placing judgments on ourselves, whether it is calling ourselves unlovable or declaring that we don't know who we are, that we are lost. It also reminds me that often when we say we are trying to find ourselves, we're making harsh judgments about who we are, just as we were when we say that we're not enough, that we are not lovable as we are. In today's sermon, I think it only appropriate to quote a newly discovered local theologian, the Reverend Dave Clements who wrote in a widely read publication, The Builder. (laughs) Finding yourself is not how it works. You aren't a $10 bill in last winter's coat. You also are not lost. Your true self is right there, right here, buried under cultural conditioning, other people's opinions, and inaccurate conclusions you drew as a kid that became your beliefs about who you are. Finding yourself is returning to yourself. I think those are wise words, and thank you, Rev. Dave, for they are prophetic. I would add that just because we're questioning what we want to do in life, what path we want to take, what parts of us we may want to tweak or to investigate. That should not be an indictment of who we are. Could we think of it as the burgeoning of curiosity and the fulfillment of those dreams that entice us? That's what we call reframing. 
when you need to take something that doesn't really work for you, but maybe you've come to believe it's true, reframe it, change it into something positive. Let's not let others define us. Tell us who we are. Let's be the owners of our own lives and let the definitions lead into positivity. So who are some of the seekers in our current history? Well, first, I would raise up the people who have recently become part of the new, vibrant political spectrum. Those people who have never been to a demonstration, for instance, or, or for the first time, they're organizing events and speaking out about what the ills of the world are and asking people to find solutions, to work toward solution. Or some who have never run for political office until recently, and sometimes they've even known they weren't going to win. But they were doing it for our good. They were doing it because they felt it was important for all sides to be heard. That's dedication. They're not sitting around saying, I don't like the situation, but I don't know. I just don't know what to do about it. I don't know who I am or what about me is strong enough to make a difference. They are taking action. And we have many examples of that in this very congregation and in this very room right now. There are people who are seekers, and they're not just seekers of public office, but seekers looking to be a person of service at the grassroots level, in the community, and in the political arena. Even Bilbo Baggins, Tolkien's protagonist in The Hobbit, was an accidental seeker. It can actually happen to us by accident. We may not even know that it's happening until it's too late and we found out that we're really a seeker. Bilbo was a person content with his life and probably not thinking, who am I? What do I have to offer the world? He started out as a reluctant burglar. There was something he thought, well, maybe I'll take a little risk. And then he ended up having the kinds of adventures that took him through terror-filled experiences. But what happened was he found out he had resources he didn't even know were within him. And when he returned home, he was a wiser, more confident individual. Now, I'm not suggesting that you need to defeat goblins and trolls to find out who you are in the most full sense. But there are trolls out there. <laughs> I am saying that if you allow yourself to be pulled into new activities and new perspectives, you may find strengths and aspects of yourself that you didn't even know existed within you. Today is Palm Sunday, the Sunday before Easter that marks Christ's jubilant parade into Jerusalem a week before his crucifixion. Now the triumph was that those who were seeking a new way 
believed they had found a spiritual leader and something outside themselves that offered a kind of completion that, that transformed them internally, their heart, their soul. They were no longer lost but found. Now I doubt that the motivation of those early Christians was to find themselves, but rather that they were in search of being enfolded into a kind of wholeness that made them one in spirit. Many of us Unitarian Universalists were seeking something intangible when we found this denomination. Sometimes the same things that brought us here are the same things that take us away. And sometimes we wonder why that happens. But we are part of someone's journey. And maybe this wasn't exactly the place for them because they hadn't found that which is waiting to be touched deeply. And so, in their journey, they move on. Now, although it's good to be together, we were not looking for this place. We were looking for kindred souls, acceptance, a place that could hold us and comfort us. It's true that people make pilgrimages and wander in the desert and travel when they have the feeling that something inside them is missing or is just not enough. And there's a song by the Eagles, Peaceful Easing Feelings, that says, I found out a long time ago what a woman can do to your soul. Oh, but she can't take you anyway. You don't already know how to go. And I apologize, that's a misogynist lyric, and yet it says exactly what I wanted us to hear. I think there's a kind of gospel in terms of lay ministry that those lyrics offer that says nothing can take you where you can't already go that the propensity for revelation is already within you, not residing in some distant place. You are not lost. You are constantly becoming. You don't need to find yourself. You are the center of your own universe. You need to be present in your own life and know you are whole. That doesn't mean you have no work to do because we all do, but it means that you can advocate for you to try to be your best self. You need to find your voice and sing your own song. May it be so.